Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, a.k.a. For three whole turns, you have been asking, who is Seto Kaiba? This is Seto Kaiba speaking. I am the man who loves his deck. I am the man who sacrifices his cards for his monsters. I am the man who has deprived you of victims and thus has destroyed your world. And, uh, editor, just, uh, like, fade me out after that third sentence. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bad one. <laughs> I didn't understand the reference, but I liked it. John Galt? Who? From Atlas Shrugged? No? Negative, Ghost Rider. You know I can't read. Oh, neither can I. Uh, I'm Elliot, a.k.a. Johnny Sunshine. I'm Dan, a.k.a. God's Not Dead, 2014. <laughs> Fuck, that's way better than mine. Alright. We are all, uh, Egyptians? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are all Egyptians. We... <laughs> Yeah, I would like our I would like our episode art to just be Dick Dorkins. <laughs> Edit. We are all Egypt. Uh, mm-hmm. How's everybody doing, Argyle? This is our first time recording an episode together. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited too. Uh, we did record that uh, game a couple weeks ago, but that uh, yeah, this is our first. This is our first listeners haven't heard that yet, so uh, this is going to be the first time they hear it. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I'm, I'm real excited. We got a new host. I haven't been on in like two months, so. We're happy uh, to have you. Yeah, I'm the new host, everybody. Hi, I'm Argyle. <laughs> Hi, Argyle. <laughs> um, we've got kind of a special episode this week. Uh, Max and Sarah couldn't join us this week, and all three of us refused to watch the sub. This is yeah. a dubs only time, baby. Dub only. Max, Sarah. Uh, this is probably a bad time for you to find out, but we have taken over the podcast. Yeah, you're it's fired. Definitely now, baby. You're fired. We, you're fired. We are, you'll, you'll receive a box of jelly donuts with your, uh, with uh, your, uh, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> oh, your severance package? Yeah, it was your severance package. Yeah, you do need to, yeah, since we all record in the same studio, as you all know, um, you will need to have your stuff boxed up by Friday. Thanks yeah. in advance. We will throw it in the garbage if if you're not gone. <laughs> yeah, we get to yeah, we get to root through it if you don't take. It. <laughs> uh so uh, we watched three episodes this week, folks, as we uh near the end of Yeah. Uh, Season two, episodes forty four, forty five, and forty six. Yep. Episode yep, those are the ones 44. I watched. <clears throat> A duel with destiny, part one, Kaiba versus Ishizu. Uh, Hell yeah. So we open up with uh, my being just out, out cold, uh, not dead, just unconscious, as her mind is lost to, to uh, the bastard uh, Rabid Merrick. <laughs> um, Joey exclaims that this tournament has gotten, quote, way out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> that sure is one way of putting it, Joseph. Yeah, I mean, if you ask me, he's exaggerating a little bit. I don't. I think this is pretty normal, all things considered. It's pretty par for the course. It's like they don't know they're in an anime. Yeah, I mean, he was in, you know, uh, Battle Kingdom 
Duel Kingdom, Duelist Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's the one. Uh, that was yeah, far I mean, he did, they they do forget that they've seen like <clears throat> a lot of weird shit. Like his grandpa was trapped in a VHS tape. <laughs> I did forget about the VHS tape. Yeah, uh, so you know, like a lot of shit has kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Duke calls Merrick a mind warping psycho, and then says, "Just being honest." <laughs> Can't. Which I liked. I thought that was a Facts don't line. care about feelings. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh no. Uh, I just thought about Duke like guesting on Ben Shapiro's podcast. It didn't <laughs> feel it didn't feel good. Um hmm. I don't know if it would be Duke. It'd probably be like Tristan. It would be Tristan. Oh god, yeah. Uh but I th- I think more out of just like he has no idea what he's gotten himself into. <laughs> Oh, no idea. And, I mean, th- those are the only kind of people that Ben Shapiro likes to debate. So, you know, obviously he's the one that gets invited. Uh, and oh, yeah. Shapiro just destroys him with facts and logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, Serenity, like, tells Joey and, and his friends that to just go out and watch the tournament and how everyone here has taught her about the importance of bravery and facing fear, and she'll be here for my... They should be out there for the duel. Also, she's probably fucking sick of watching card games. Honestly, yeah, she's, not she's... A, she's not a duelist. She's probably like, oh, thank fucking God I get to just sit here and not listen to these meatheads talk about <laughs> yeah, cards. Yeah, she's, she's, she's gonna, like, you know, play on her, her Nintendo Snitch uh, while the duel is going on. Uh, she, she has done nothing but watch duels since she got her bandages off. It must be miserable. <laughs> God, I know. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's knocking on Mokuba's door, asking if the af- asking if she has a charger for if he has a charger <laughs> for her Nintendo Snitch. <laughs> the battery ran out halfway through that like cra- that last crazy duel, and I had to watch it, and it sucked. <laughs> I just want to play Minecraft, Mokuba. I don't have. Please, I don't want to watch the duel. It's, Serenity it's on is ev- that. Serenity is that picture that's like the person took the this person at a baseball game took a picture of the person like sitting below him and she was googling how long does a baseball game last? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just imagine it though, because like every screen in the blimp is playing the duel, and every room has at least one screen, if not more, and mm-hmm. you probably can't like, control the volume on it either, so you just have to listen oh, to it. God. <laughs> However, it's so time for the last uh, duel before before the last duel of the first round, and we have to find out who this mysterious eighth duelist is. We uh, have no idea. Yeah, well, we're never going to find out, because they didn't show up, uh, so Kaiba wins the duel by default, and we move on to the second round. First duel <laughs> is between Merrick and Bakura, who comes out of his coma, uh, and plays the uh, Ouija board card. <laughs> All right, so Mokuba calls uh, in for mission that control. That would be better, but that's not what happens. Yeah, he like calls in for mission control to like kind of know that they've scanned Wing Drop, Wing Dragon of Ryan to the mainframe. The hieroglyphs are being translated, and and then like Yami tries to like talk to Kaiba a bit, and. Kaiba just stops him by saying, My tournament stops for no one. Got it. He's 
Yeah. He, he Doesn't he, like, cut Yugi off, like, before Yugi even says anything? Like, yeah. I thought you want to stop the tournament to help your stupid friends, but uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, not happening, Chief. He's such an asshole. If Kaiba was a little more open to, like, the obviously magical shit going on around him, he would be able to make the, like, fairly reasonable argument that a hospital would not be able to fix sent to the Shadow Realm-itis, so there's no point. But instead, yeah. he's just an asshole. Yeah. I mean, that's par for the course, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's a, an absolute shithead, and I love him. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, we, look, we we stand Kaiba. We continue to. We don't have a choice because he's our boss. But even if we did, we would still stand. Yes. Uh, mysterious Ace Duelist comes to the stage after being after quite a bit of delay, and the ref forgot her name. And Kaiba calls her a coward for wearing a mask. And that's when she reveals herself as Ishizu. Isis. <gasps> we had no idea. Who would not, who would have possibly guessed? Uh, we did we get any hints in the on this in that previous episode? I'm sorry, I haven't been here. Uh, yes, a lot. It's I think pretty we just, obvious. I think we just straight up like see her face. Yeah, don't we? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I I don't I couldn't remember if she actually showed up right. to the blimp and we saw it. This is all I'm saying. Okay. No, yeah, I mean so... I no, I mean I think when she showed up to the blimp, like we the audience, like. Mm-hmm saw her face but i don't remember yeah, surprising no one it's a shizu uh and she predicts using the power of her millennium necklace that kaiba will lose so he surrenders on the spot and we move on to round two makura comes <laughs> out of his uh coma and merrick duels him and merrick plays the winged dragon of Ra and destroys the Ouija killing makura instantly yeah uh we um, do i you uh, go dan yeah so like when uh when uh, Merrick finds out Ashizu's there, we get this quick shot of like like Merrick calling out to help for help as as Rabid Merrick is ta- has taken over. Uh, Ashizu is like here to save her brother. She's Merrick's like crying out for help, and so Rabid Merrick seals Merrick in a glass pyramid in the shame cube, a whack ass crystal prison, one might say. Yeah, <laughs> the shame cube. Yeah. Um, we get one of my favorite Kaiba lines, which is just the delivery of it is so, so good. <laughs> he tells us Shizu he doesn't appreciate her using this tournament to solve her personal family issues. <laughs> no, that's, hey, that's completely valid. Like, just bring it somewhere else, please. Uh, this is not the time. Yeah, bring it to someone try- else's tournament, please. Your brother can stay. He has the other god card, but you, you gotta leave if you're gonna keep the shit up. <laughs> yeah, right now, immediately. Um, I also have, um, I also have a very important note down, which is, um, now I haven't really seen Jojo, I've kind of, like, skimmed parts of it, but I, she does, I've, I've consumed Yari Yari Boys, um, and I believe Ashizu does a Jojo thing here, where she's, like, your next move is going to be. Yeah, Yeah, this entire duel, she does the Joseph Joestar, uh, next you're going to say... Uh, I'm going to play Obelisk the Tormentor. And then uh, Kaiba does do those things, but uh, he's completely unaffected by it. He doesn't say yeah. nani at le- any, it, it, even once. I know, I would have liked to hear him say it. 
At several points in my notes, I have the phrase atheist Kyber written out. It is so blatant, and it's so, and he's the most annoying kind, too. Like, you know what, though? I love him for it. I do, too, but it's like, ugh. So, the duel begins. Uh, Ishizu, Ishizu, uh, predicts all of Kaiba's moves. Uh, she, she predicts him playing Mighty Voice Raider. Uh, she plays Keldo. Kaiba plays Michizure of Doom, I think. Uh, yeah. They talk about, like, how this seems like Esperoba. Maybe she's, like, cheating or using tricks, but no, it's real. Yeah, maybe her, her three other brothers, who are not rabid, uh, are hiding. They have an airplane or a helicopter <laughs> right nearby. They, they have, a, a, like, a, a YouTube spy so plane flying, like, miles above the blimp. They have a and drone. They are, yeah, they're spying down on Kaiba's cards. Uh, and in the next episode, Mokuba will shoot them down with one of the satellite lasers. <laughs> God, he's a good shot. David Merrick says he can see her tactics, and uh, the he also so, says that her necklace is not infallible. Hmm. Yeah, not that her power has limits. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, which is uh, completely untrue. She she almost. She predicts every single thing that happens in this duel uh, up until uh, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She like knows the exact strategy uh, Kaiba plans on using, and and like Ishizu can see the future, but Kaiba's also got an Egyptian god card. Uh, Ishizu predicts some more. Uh, um, Kaiba <laughs> continues to refer to himself as a skilled duelist, despite having no evidence to support that <laughs> statement. Like Kaiba, you've gotten you've gotten owned in every <laughs> single like every single duel I've seen you in, buddy. No, he he beat the I mean, the not, two not really Lumos but... and uh, Sun Guy and um there was Yuki was with him there. He killed Joey and he made him dress Joey. up. He didn't make him dress up like a dog, but he did call him the dog. Yeah, yeah. So you, you anyway. Know, <laughs> uh Shizu like uses a card that called Sword of Dagra that gives one of her cards Mudora five hundred attack points. There's this very weird yell that comes out from I think one of the cards. Yeah, Midoriya uh makes a, a very strange yell. I don't remember what it sounds like, but it Yeah, I clocked it? that too, but I don't remember what it sounds like. It's just Max. It, can it, you it, maybe put that sound in there <laughs> in here if that's not too crazy? It's, it's or just Dan, the weirdest like y'all. Just <laughs> it, it, like it's not a battle cry at all. Hmm. I'll see what I can do. Now attack his voice raider. Why? Thank you. Uh, isn't this when Kaiba plays his crush card? Or am I wrong? Uh, no, uh, that's yeah. when he does it. He destroys both. He destroys like both of the monsters on the field, all the good monsters on the field, as well as pretty much all of Ishizu's uh, good monsters. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a sick move. Ishizu is completely unfazed, and she says she has her plans, and she uses Swords of Revealing Light. Uh, let's see. She also says that Kaiba can't help but destroy himself, which is just the Kaiba family motto. Hmm. Uh, I think 
Kaiba uses Dark Gremlin? Uh, Ishizu uh, just yeah. Ishizu just like passes her turn, and and I have Epic Aceism Kaiba written down here. Uh, Joey does say I got a couple of words to say. However, there's a lady present. I was just about <laughs> to say that, so thank you. That is so funny because Joey is absolutely that type of like. Like very minor sexism, like, <laughs> like oh, I won't hit a girl, or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna curse in front of a lady. Yeah, look, he's chivalrous, okay? Yes, yeah, that that is the word I was looking for when I said minor sexism. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it just depends on what kind of day I'm having. Um, he's a white knight. He's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, a joker, he's a smoker, he's a midnight toker. Mokuba calls in to Kaiba to let him know that the translator is working again, and I think what happens next is there's more passing turns until they can get the good cards. Yeah, it's just like more Swords of Revealing Light, Ishizu being like, I predict that you will become your own downfall, and Kaiba going, well, if I'm my own downfall, then how come you're just stalling for time? And I, as soon as these swords of revealing light are gone, I'm going to win the duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just that for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. There's... Basically, I I also have down that um the maybe this is more in the next episode, but I feel like the characters like explain what's going on in the duel like every thirty seconds. It'll just cut to somebody being like, "Well, the strategy here is this." Wow, it looks like a Shizu might really be able to predict the future. Exactly. Like, wow, does that mean that she knows every move before Kaiba even makes it? Yes. <laughs> That's the bulk of what's left of the episode. Uh, Swords of Revealing the Light ends, and Kaiba, plays a- Kaiba has Dark Kremlin do a direct attack, and he's prepping for Obelisk. Uh, and That's the end of the first half. I figure we can uh, do the break after the next one. So, so I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. A duel with destiny, part two, or part two. Kaiba versus part a Shizu. Toe. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he's a duelist, and he got feet. Sorry, uh, Shizu remains confident that Shizu remains confident that she will win. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Kaiba uses a virus cannon, which gets rid of. 10 of her magic cards, which I think is supposed to be the standard amount of magic cards you're supposed to have in a deck anyways. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, there's no limit on it, but it's like your standard ratio frowned is upon. like... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not frowned upon. It's just like, for well, yeah. most standard decks, it's like 20 monsters, 10 spells, 10 traps. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she had way more spell cards than that. I want to mm-hmm. clock the quote that Merrick has right in this part, which is oh, that yeah. Kaiba, is, Kaiba is a fool if he still believes skill is what's needed to win this game. Damn. <laughs> which, like, that's it. That's the show. Yeah, skill never matters. It's all about the heart of the cards, Kaiba. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times Kaiba has taught this lesson, he will he won't believe it. It will just be because of his skill and intelligence. Shizu has very few cards left, but she reveals like the card that'll change everything, which is Exchange of the Spirit. The cards in their decks are replaced with the graveyard cards, meaning Kaiba only has like six monsters and Shizu has pretty much all of her good cards back. 
Yeah, this yeah, is a, a, an extreme a reversal. Yeah. And let's see. Uh, Shizu plays a card again. Uh, Kaiba is suddenly overwhelmed with the idea that he might actually lose. Yeah, and oh yeah, also while this is happening, Mokuba is like hard at work translating and then his computer notifies him that Kaiba is in trouble and he goes running to support him, yeah. which I like to see. He gets his pom-poms. Mokuba's a good I brother. He is. He gets like he he like gets tears in his eyes because he's like so worried about his brother losing. Mm. It's cute. I know yeah. it's a card game. I love him. Let's see. Kaiba tries to use virus cannon again. Which is uh, countered with a card called Muko, which just instantly sends a card it, that being activated to the graveyard. Uh, I have I wrote down Kaiba needs to admit that God's not dead. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. I've just written Kaiba is getting progressively sweatier. <laughs> so <laughs> that is true. God uh, is dead, and I defeated him in a duel. <laughs> um, I would like to. Also, just uh, bring up this Joey quote quick. Uh, I don't know. It might be. Oh, it might be next turn, but whatever. Okay. Uh, Joey just says, I love seeing Kaiba squirm like this. Hmm. Hmm. Kaiba's, Joey wants to see what it's like to top. Uh, that's a, that's pretty straight of you, Joey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looks like Kaiba's the dog now. God damn it. God. Oh, my oh God. I hate it. Uh, I, I do want to say that uh, Kaiba should wear a shirt that says God is dead and I killed him in a dual monsters tournament. <laughs> uh, uh, I bl- I, now, don't... I sent him to the Shadow Realm. Oh, yeah, is, of course. Is, um, spoiler alert, uh, that's going to be available in our Pot of Greed merchandise shop, <laughs> which we don't have. Yeah, as soon as we um, just start making money... Get dash yeah. from uh, all of you worthless listeners who w- please cut this. I don't want to call our listeners worthless. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. That out. <laughs> all right. Cool. You did. That's okay. You were just pos- you were possessed by Kaiba momentarily. Yeah. The 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 views of uh, Seto Kaiba do not necessarily reflect the views of Pot of Greed, uh, even though it is <laughs> despite the fact that we're sponsored by them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Kaiba. Um, is warned by Yami about how there's incredible magic at play, and Kaiba completely ignores him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just... uh, uh, Kalbeck does a direct attack. Uh, Muko sends another one of uh, Kaiba's cards to the graveyard. Uh, uh, Mokuba reminds Kaiba to play Obelisk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, I know have... you're trying to help, but like, I think we, I think he knows. <laughs> Yeah. How does he still have obelisk? Is an obelisk in the graveyard, or did he not get? No. I get. I think God cards Was aren't affected. In his hand? Okay. I think his God cards aren't affected. Yeah, I can never mm. remember if that if that still applies when they're not on the field. So. Hmm. I have no idea, honestly. It doesn't matter. It the, doesn't the rules matter. of the game don't matter. Yeah, this is this is particularly an era of Yu-Gi-Oh where the cards where the rules don't matter. Not the as much as made up, but the rules don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're um, getting more and more uh, close to the actual card game as we move on. Uh, uh, who uh, play like strategizes how like she she now knows like she knows that Kaiba's gonna do this move that'll uh, let him sacrifice her monsters to summon obelisk, but 
she has a special thing she's placing in her Zorga card that has a bomb in it. Uh, yeah, it's like a bomb tumor thing that she puts in one of her cards. She yeah. doesn't even have to flip the card face up, so there's no way that Kyla can know about this. Yeah. Uh, and if it's if that card is sacrificed to summon another monster, the bomb is transferred to that monster. Yeah. Uh, I Shizu summons Ajito, her third monster, on the field, and it looks like a Millennium Egg. Yeah, it's it's a little Millennium Egg. He's he's a cute little boy. Yeah, I like him. Uh, Kaiba does the whole soul exchange to summon Obelisk. Obelisk is summoned, and Obelisk has a bomb in it. Uh, uh, you okay, Elliot? I'm I'm trying to. I I was working on a joke about the episode where SpongeBob ate the pie with the bomb in it. I couldn't get very far, but it was just very <laughs> funny to think. I just like thinking about SpongeBob. Yeah, eleven times. <laughs> uh. <laughs> The boy dueled you a sweater of tears. <laughs> and you kill him. What happens next is Kaiba's going to attack, but something intervenes. Merrick's Millennium Rod activates on its own, and Kaiba stops his attack because he gets these wild-ass visions of, of these stone carvings. Not magic. It's not magic in any it's, way. It's just hallucinations from... From the intense duel. It's just his incredible brain showing him, you know, what actually needs to happen for him to win. <laughs> yep. He's like, I need to fucking stop sniffing glue before a duel. <laughs> That's all it is. It's not magic. Kaiba says, I'm not some ancient magician. I'm the president of Kaiba Court. Best line of uh, the episode of these three episodes. Top five <laughs> in the season. Is I that not it. a... Is that not a line from one of the previous episodes? I thought that was part of the flashback. Oh, yeah, it probably is. I didn't oh. I, I didn't. It's so good that the... it transcends episodes. It's fine. Okay, yeah, maybe it was. Uh, I, uh, but Keb is getting these weird visions. Someone, someone not Merrick, is controlling the Marad to intervene, and he feels blue eyes calling out to him. He realizes he has to play something else. He has to use blue eyes, and... Fate has changed. Um, yeah, he 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 knows it goes against his entire strategy. He wanted to use Obelisk to kill Ishizu, but uh, <laughs> his incredible intelligence and strategic mind has told him that the only choice is to use Blue Eyes. God, this like whips ass, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's this so is so good. cool. So Kaiba's like he says he's like going to decide his own future and. He Just sacrifices Obelisk yes. and Gadget Soldier to summon Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Kaiba decides his own future. And Blue Eyes uh, takes out Ishizu's remaining life points. Kaiba proves that he is an epic atheist who defeated a, who defeated a priestess with facts and logic. Uh, oh boy. Moku uh, was putting it up on YouTube with like the <laughs> caption, like, epic... Like epic atheist shuts down Egyptian priestess. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's so dumb, and there's eighty million yes. views. Yeah, he has uh, more subscribers than the React videos, than the Vlog Brothers, than uh, other people that I I I, I won't even name because they're all fascists and Nazis. But Kaiba is not 
any of those things. Yeah, Thanks it's just goodness. a capitalist pig. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, he's a he's good the one. Only one. He's, he's, he's the, one the only one. I'll, he's the only one I'll allow. Yeah, yeah. Despite uh, yeah, despite losing, Shizu says that she now has hope. If if Kaiba can change the future, then perhaps her brother can be saved after all. This is the first time anybody's ever been happy after having a conversation with Seto Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> the first time anyone is left feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, we keep ragging on it, but like, I think we're all like extremely into Kaiba completely defying uh, the like magically determined fate by just. Like, even if the Millennium Rod did intervene, like, he still just completely uh, turned Ishizu on her head with this. Uh, it is, it, like, I was clapping like a seal. Like, it is the yeah. absolute, it's the absolute coolest shit. It's like, you know, you know, if themes weren't for eighth grade book reports, I would say that one of the themes of the show is, <laughs> y- y- you know, like, Define what is your fate. destiny? And, you know, like, can destiny be changed? And choosing your own you know future. what if you don't want your destiny and like choosing your own destiny and it's just fucking cool that kaiba just yelled at destiny enough to change it <laughs> yeah and he it will rules. continue to do so throughout the series he is he he is like maybe the only person in this universe powerful enough to just completely defy the millennium items just through and sheer Shizu recognizes that and is like, he is going, he's the one who's going to help me save my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh... The angriest man in the world. The angriest <laughs> gay teen. He's yeah. just so determined to win card games that no idiot magic items are going to stop him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else? Uh, I think that's about the end of the episode. Like, Malkova congratulates Kaiba for winning, and I think that's and, it. Oh, yeah. There was a, a there is a note I have that just says Kaiba is so horny. Kaiba is always horny. Oh, oh, okay. It's up. coming it's coming back to me where Kaiba is like, Yuki, you'd better start preparing for our duel right now. And Yami's like, I will. And then it cuts to Kaiba and he just does a <clears> smirk. <throat> like, uh, you guys, can you there are children present. <laughs> you fucking tone it down. Okay. Uh so that's the end of the episode. So let's move on to Queens of Games. Queens of Games. Queens of Games. Uh, who wants to go first? One of you guys. Uh- yeah, uh, so I've uh, put Tony Hawk's Underground on hold, and I haven't been doing a lot of gaming, but I am getting back into uh, Yakuza Kiwami. Nice. Yeah, I did a bunch of uh, sub-stories. I advanced the plot a little bit, not a lot. It's How many it's, times have you fought Majima? I fought Majima enough times that I can't fight him anymore until I progress the plot. Well, you better advance the plot, then. Yeah. What's even the point? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's everywhere. He, right now, he's just chilling outside, uh, outside a park, waiting for me to, to uh, continue the plot. Yes. Yeah. He's just, he's just having a smoke break. Yeah. 
It's union mandated 15 minute break. Well, look, Majima Construction Company doesn't start until Kiwami 2, okay? Don't that, that's that's future. <laughs> no, endeavors. it's the it's the Yakuza Union. Oh, okay. Nice. Yakuza rise up. <laughs> Let's see. That about wraps up what I've got going on. Uh how about Argyle? Uh, so, I mean, I've been gone a very long time, so I've played a lot of things. I played the Resident Evil remake. That was really good. I played both, well, the first two Metro games. Those were really good. Uh, the past couple weeks, though, I have been playing Warframe. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a third-person loot shooter, kind of in the vein of, like, a Destiny, sort of. But uh, it's um, kind of more MMO RPG-ish than that. Uh, and there aren't, like, randomly generated weapons or anything either, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, I'm not really that into r- randomly generated stuff. There, There is some of that later on, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Anyways, uh, it, it's a third-person shooter where you play as a, like, it, it's hard to explain in the lore, but basically a suit of power armor that there's, like... A, fucking 30 of these things at least and they all have their own unique powers and stats and abilities and stuff Mm. um and you can shoot and jump really far there's parkour abilities like i wouldn't even really call it parkour because you can just jump like 50 feet in the air so i don't know if that you would you can call that parkour or just uh like superman shit uh uh you i'm i'm told there's fishing there is fishing, yeah. That's that's kind of where I, it gets into the MMO sort of stuff. Like you, there there are a couple of like open world things. Like for the most part, the maps are uh, randomly generated, but there are a couple of uh, completely like just wide open areas uh, that aren't randomly generated that you can go to, and they they have various other things to do instead of just like missions. So you can you can fight enemies, you can do like bounties, you can fish. You can mine for minerals and stuff that you can use for crafting or just selling for money or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a really fun game. There's a lot to it. It's hard to explain, uh, but it, it's free to play on, on basically every platform except for like cell phones. And it does have a mobile app, though, so you can do a couple of things on your phone. I guess. Uh, so, I don't know, check it out. You got a Switch, an Xbox, PlayStation, PC, do you know, whatever. Nintendo okay. Snitch. Yeah, uh, it does have, like, premium currency and stuff, because it is free to play, but, like, it's actually fairly, like, generous with, like, the, the like, yeah. premium sort of stuff. Like, you can get the premium currency by trading things in-game, and, like, oh, you, that's you can, nice. Yeah, you can get, like, the really valuable stuff, yeah. like, from random drops. Like, so if, if you... There are ways to make money in the game without having to pay money. All right. Uh, Elliot, uh, you've been doing anything lately? Oh, I've still fucking been playing the Arcana. Argyle, I don't know if you've heard my struggles, but I've... uh, Is that that dating sim? Yeah, it's time to go back to the old me. Nice. Years ago, I was like so deep into dim games, and I'm back. The Arcana is good. I've spent a lot of money on it, which is not good. But I have finished the main three characters routes, and they added three kind of side characters, one of whom is the um, dead ex-husband of one of of the gal that you can romance in the main line. Yeah, that guy rules. Um, Yeah, he whips ass, Lucio. Um, I I didn't... 
I went in determined to not like him because the villain of the main three routes and has made made my boyfriends and girlfriends' lives difficult. So I went in just to be like, I'll see what Lucia's route is about. And it took me about five seconds before I was like, oh, he's, he's the garbage man of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so he is um, petty and mean and likes being the best dressed person there and likes being the center of attention at all times. Uh, and he brought the plague to the fictional country that this game takes place in by accident. And died of it, so, right? And died of it! Yeah, 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 but then made a... Uh, just not that much of a spoiler. He made a deal with the devil to get his body back. Hmm. Yeah, because he wants to be he wants to be beautiful and he wants to just party all the time. And you know, that's a little exhausting he both for of those me. Things. But yeah. The only played. downside Arca is that Arca, he has... have you played this? I have not. Oh, okay. I've just seen the screenshots that you've posted. Uh, the okay, only downside right. to him coming back is that he has chronic red eye. That's about it. Hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he he looks a little worse for the wear. All right. Uh, but uh that's that's all I've that's all I've been playing. You could check it out, although it is a they are not so generous currency. Oh, I no. will tell you that I will tell you that much. It's a uh, I I would go as far as to say a fucking ripoff. Okay. Oof. Oof. But Ouch. uh yeah, but I I can't help it. It's all the shit that I'm a sucker for. So, you know, check it out if you like dating. Okay. okay. That's all I got. So Episode 46, The Tomb Keeper's Secret. Uh, we, I think we open with, uh, with uh, Mokuba and Kaiba trying to translate the hieroglyphs on the Winged Dragon of Rockhard, but... Oh, it's in this episode when he says it. Kaiba yeah, finds we, out we he can read the hieroglyphs, and he, and he refuses to believe that he has uh, ancient bloodlines or... or or anything like that. He's the president of Kaiba Corp. That's what he is. Uh, yeah, look, it's fine. He just, he had such a brain blast during that last duel that he suddenly understands how to read ancient Egyptian. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. and Mokuba is like, Seto, dude, brother, what's going on? Because he like falls to his knees and is like clutching his head. I could it's... read that entire paragraph as if it were, as if it were in English. Stop worrying your brother, Kaiba. He's never he going to stop doing that. He goes. He's been through kind of a lot, all right? Yeah. An announcement on is made on the blimp. The first round is over. The the uh, next round will feature Yugi, Joey, Kaiba, and Merrick. They're going to go to another location for the finals in the morning. Uh, Joey makes a quip of having already used three barf bags on here. Uh, Kaiba absolutely makes him pay for the barf bags. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tay is, like, really worried about this body count that's been going on in this uh, tournament. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nobody else is that concerned. It's fine. No, mm. nobody else is that concerned. Um, they go to check up on... They, they do go to check up on Mai, and Joey... Joey swears revenge for um, Merrick turning putting her mind in the Shadow Realm, and Serenity immediately reminds him that revenge is bad. And Joey says, you're right, and then, but... and then forgets that 15 minutes later. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Serenity was wrong, so. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Where am I in my notes? Okay, got it. I think it's just flat. I think it's mostly just flashbacks at the point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, let's see. The next thing I've got down is 
Is Shizu uh, giving Merrick's whole backstory? Uh, yep. Uh, so, it all happened on the night of the initiation. Uh, An undisclosed number of years ago. Mm. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, the Ishtars have been standing guard for 5,000 years, but Merrick wants to leave the tomb. And he works out a thing with uh, Odeon and Ishizu. Odeon's going to cover for them, and Merrick and Ishizu are going to visit the outside world. Uh, yeah, um, Ishizu doesn't like this plan and says, okay, we can for one hour and that's it. Okay. Uh, uh, they, they, go, they go out into the outside world and Merrick sees the sun for the first time in his life. He's, uh, Ishizu Such says that, th that this is what allowed rabid Merrick to grow. Uh, <laughs> just seeing the sun, just knowing the sun exists. Yeah. Merrick is overwhelmed by uh, this little village nearby where he finds a discarded magazine and he finds pictures of cats and dogs and cool motorcycles. God, it is so, 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 so good. He loves that motorcycle, you guys. Yes. Uh, which is, it's a metaphor for being gay. That's my work of the week. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on it as it becomes relevant. Uh, Merrick gets to watch TV, and he sees a man who is driving a motorcycle. <laughs> yep. And he says, I want that. That is the yeah. life that I want. Hi. It's Dan. Uh, sorry about uh, this, but... Uh, it was around this point that, uh, the internet got fucked up and, uh, all our files got messed up and we had to restart the Craig. Thankfully, I w Craig was able to, uh, save both, uh, the before fuck-up and post-fuck-up, uh, dialogue, so we now bring you back to that post-fuck-up time. Okay, I'm going to repeat my metaphor. All right. Cool, let's go. Okay, so, uh, as I was saying, uh, the motorcycle is a metaphor for being gay. Because uh, Merrick asks Phil and she says, you have to promise me you'll hide it when you get home. It's a metaphor. Yes. See, it's that easy, folks. Yeah. It's that symbolism. Mm -hmm. Hire me. We Game see you, Kazuki Takahashi. Uh, so, as we left off, uh, Merrick... Merrick uh, gets a single page of a magazine, and Shoddy suddenly shows up to give an ominous warning. Uh, he wants Merrick to go back in the closet. Merrick, Merrick gets one of those, like, he, like, picks up one of those magazines where, like, the whole page, like, like a fold-out spread, and it's just, That's, he, like, whistles, yes. and it's just a magazine, it's just a motorcycle. <laughs> exactly. And Shadi Shadi comes and says, "No, that's bad." Yeah, and uh, we now know that Merrick is going to become evil because of TV and motorcycle. And then they go home, and Merrick I just can only ride my motorcycle. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's about right. Because Merrick just spends a moment just pretending to ride a bit of ruins like it's a motorcycle, 
and how he wants <laughs> to be that, free. Like, it, it was funny, but it also like extremely bummed me out. Ah, uh, poor kid. Like he's just a kid. He's never seen the fucking sun before, and he thinks motorcycles are cool, and he's gay. Merrick mm. <laughs> makes motorcycle noises, and then they go. They go back in and realize Ishizu realizes that they set off an alarm. Yeah, uh, Merrick's normal dad out here is setting fucking ancient Egyptian alarms. Ancient yeah. Egyptian ankle bracelets that <laughs> go off when you leave the house. They're, they are under ancient Egyptian house arrest. So that makes sense. And uh, we come in, and this is the part that I'm like, I'm too scared to know what happens. Up. <laughs> or I mean in the sub. Oh god, yeah, this is... Because yeah. Odeon's uh, on the ground, his up. hands are tied, and um, kind of roughed up. Yeah, he, uh, it's at this point, Merrick said, talks about how Egg Odeon is going to be exiled, and Merrick goes rabid. Uh, Merrick goes sicko he, mode. Yeah, he takes the Millennium Rod and attacks uh, everyone, and Merrick's dad gets sh- sent to the sa- Shadow Realm, and then you press S for Shadow Realm. S. 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 Okay, Odeon hugging Merrick with his hands all tied up is, like, that's a lot. Yeah. I, lo- I love Odeon. He deserve any. He's just just a supportive older brother. He just so wants good. His, yeah. He just wants Merrick to be happy with his uh, motorcycle. Uh, Master, I've gotten you a motorcycle. <laughs> yes! Shit! Yeah, Mar- Master, Merrick do you, was... Master, do you like this sick hog? <laughs> Merrick was riding a motorcycle... Earlier in the in the arc, and now we know oh, why. Oh, that would be cute. How did Odeon get money? He, he probably stole it. stole it. Okay, that's you know what I respect that about him. Yeah, yeah, look. absolutely. He's never done anything wrong in his life, and I love him. <laughs> well, yeah. he beat the motorcycle dealer in a duel, so he had to give him the motorcycle. Yes, he had to give up a motorcycle. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how all currency works in this world. Uh-huh. We cut back to the present, and uh, Joey doesn't feel bad about this at all. No, he calls it, first of all, he calls Ashizu Lady, which I don't like. Oh. Lady! <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, lady. <laughs> and hey, he listen forgets... up, broad. <laughs> exactly. He, I've had enough he, of these skirts. He, he forgot that he promised Serenity ten minutes ago that um, revenge was bad. Yeah, and even though he's heard Merrick's extremely tragic backstory, uh, now he wants revenge more. Yeah. What? He killed his asshole dad? Oh, he's gonna get it from me. Yugi has the power to set things right. Uh, Tristan's gonna crash in Joey's room, and like he says, he, he, it's so big, he won't even tell, and Joey says he'll know by the smell. And I think Tristan's going to crank off in Joey's bathroom. Yeah. I don't want to think of... No, I don't like any of this. Mm. Uh, Serenity asks uh, if... What if Yugi and Joey end up dueling each other when the finals come up? And like... That was so cute. Joey was like, don't... Don't jinx it. They're Mm -hmm. cute siblings. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Shizu gives Yugi the Millennium Necklace... And because it no longer shows a she's of the future, and Yugi's going to need all the help he can get. And uh, everybody is like, all the, all the rest of the gang are like, thank fucking god, maybe he'll wear that instead of that collar now. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't he'll wear, he'll both wear, it, of them. He'll wear Abs- it over the collar, absolutely. 
I don't think he ever, I mean, in what I've seen, he never used the necklace. <laughs> but to be fair, I haven't I, seen yeah, much I have no, I have no memory of him using the necklace, but maybe it will. And you know what? He's better off for it. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Taya, like, um, asks, asks uh, if Shizu, if maybe there's, like, some greater evil out there, and, uh... And I... Shizu says, I don't know, Chief. Mm-hmm. I took uh, my necklace uh, off. I don't know anything anymore. She's tuxedo, she's tuxedo mask. Yeah. But you didn't do anything. But you haven't done anything. <laughs> Taya gets snorted, uh, and she goes off to <laughs> give uh, Merrick the Millennium Ring. She, uh, yeah, she re- she re-norts Merrick into Bakura. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. Yeah. Uh, Yami and Yugi have, like, a bit of a chat, and, like, Yugi feels, like, terrible and overwhelmed by all this. He's crying a little bit. Uh, Yami Yami says... (laughs) You go. Yami's, like, doing his best to console Yugi. I don't have anything written down, so please... Oh, he's just not... He's simply not good at it. Yeah. Because Yugi goes, let me guess... He literally goes, let me guess, you're going to say if we believe in the heart of the cards, everything will be fine. And Yami just goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not helping, Yami. Hmm. Oh. And then Yugi rolls over in his bed and starts crying. So, like, nice one, Yami. Oh, oh no. Thanks, Thanks Thank Yami. Uh, and then we get one last scene. I've done it again. One yeah, last another, scene. another great pep talk from Yami Yugi. <laughs> thanks, Yami. Hashtag thanks, Yami. Uh... We get one last scene. Rabid Merrick attempts to send Odeon to the Shadow Realm. Did you uh, notice that the um the Millennium Rod is edited? I didn't like, notice there's it. Like, there, there's like a foot taken off of it, like because it <laughs> ends in a spike in the sub. From what I remember from Sarah and Max saying. Yeah. Oh, so they took that off and just made it. Yeah, like, so it looks flat like it looks like you only see it for a little for uh, you know a couple shots, but it looks really really short. Oh, okay. I thought it was just really short. I didn't think I didn't know they yeah. edited it. Well, because I ass- well, I mean, I assume that in we'll the sub, Merrick Mer- was gonna Merrick was gonna kill Odeon in real life. Okay. Oh, just with the spike on the end of the, just, the yeah, rock. just literally just like st- stab him to death <laughs> <laughs> with the Millennium Knife. I'm going to stab you, Odeon. <laughs> the Millennium Gun. Yeah, it's two yeah. and one. It- so. Rabid Merrick attempts to send Odeon to the Shadow Realm, but Pharaoh Bakura intervenes with the help of the real Merrick, and Yay. they've worked out a deal. Uh, Pharaoh Bak- Bakura gets the uh, real gets the rod if he helps out Merrick with this, <laughs> and they're gonna duel. The Shadow Game is about to begin, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, we've only got two more episodes left in season two, y'all. Before yeah. we get to before we get to the absolute some shit pops off in season three. Hmm. Uh, it's it's gonna get wild. It's gonna get wet. It's gonna get a little nasty. It truly is. Uh, um, what's going on? Do we have questions? Uh, well, first I've got uh this week's Beyond oh, yeah. Toon World. Oh boy. Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Let's hear it. So, for this week, we've got uh, Sumi Shimamoto, uh, the uh, Japanese voice actor for uh, for uh, Ishizu. Uh, Sumi Shimamoto is 
is like an actress, a voice actress, a narrator, a film, anime, video games. Uh, she she uh, jo she joined uh, Gekiden Sinenza after graduating the Toho Gakuen College of Drama and Music. Uh, however, currently she's independent of any talent management company. Uh, she's married to Daisuke Koshikawa, um, a founder of a comedy group called the Chibiko Gang. Uh, their child, Shiori, has also done voice acting. Uh, cool. She's been in a lot of roles for about 30 years. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, there are lots of roles here, but just to name like a couple of the really big ones, uh, she's been in a couple different Miyazaki films. She's been in uh, The Castle of Cagliostro. I might have mispronounced that. Cagliostro? Yeah. She, uh, as, Sounds uh, good Clarice, to me, buddy. I've heard about that like three times this past week because I, I just I put it on my Netflix list because mm. it, it's a Lupin thing, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. is. I was like, oh, I want to watch a Lupin thing. And it's the only one on Netflix. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. Uh, and now I've heard about it twice since then, whereas I've never heard of it before. So She no. was not. She was Nausicaa in Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. She was Yasuko Kusakabe of My Neighbor Tor Totoro. She was Toki in Princess Mononoke. Uh, she's, voiced, uh, she's done some uh, Berserk video games as Flora. She's, uh, she's done a couple... She's uh, been in a lot of stuff. Uh, just, let's see, she was... Some of these are bit parts, some of these are big parts, but she played a bit part in Dragon Ball as a mermaid in one episode. Uh, Excuse she me? Was, she was a oh, mermaid yeah. in an episode of Dragon Ball. Original, uh, was, okay, original Dragon Ball, that makes more yeah. sense. Uh, she was Kanata Izumi in Lucky Star, not Kon uh, Kanata, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, she was... In an episode of Nichi Joe as the Lover's Umbrella, uh, there's a lot of like recurring roles. There's like Great Teacher Onizuka. There's a there's a Kimba the White Lion. Uh, there's apparently a new version of that. Uh, Pat Labor the TV series. There is a lot of roles here. Uh, yeah, she's been doing it for like thirty years. Yeah, a story she, voice actor. Uh, uh, she's won the. She's won the Anime Grand Prix Voice Actress of the Year in 1984, oh. 1987, and 1988. Uh, yeah. Nice. She won the Kazue Takahashi Memorial Award during the 11th Seiyuu Awards in 2017. Uh, there's a couple, like, Japanese dubs of English works here, like uh, like um, uh, Star Wars Episode Four. Uh, yeah, she was Princess Leia in the Japanese oh, dubs of the Star yeah. Wars film. Oh, nice. Uh, she was uh, Bess in Little Women. Uh, uh, looks like Wonder Woman and just and the in, in the Japanese dub of the Justice League cartoon. There is a lot of stuff in here. Rock on. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's move on to asks. Uh, we have a couple left over from last week if you want to go over those. Let's do it. Let's do it. Alright. Anonymous asks, If any Hoomst recording today has watched future series, when's the first time we see a woman actually winning tourneys, or at least very, or at the very least show them win a game and not have the audience be told they've won? I haven't seen any of them, but I'm going to say uh, never. It doesn't happen. I have seen bits and pieces of each and every one, and let me tell you, buddy... <laughs> It's none. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is. Well, there's a 
wait, did you dip into uh, GX, Dan? Uh, I didn't get to see much of GX. Uh, okay, I think someone I mentioned... Think the, I Go think ahead. Alexis is pretty competent in there, but I think in later he falls victim. Um, how every female character in Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. must must become was like they just forget about her yeah i think someone's yeah. mentioned a, a character in 5ds that is a oh a, like a woman uh, he... who disguises as a man and she wins a lot of duels while she's disguised but as soon as she stops disguising herself she just loses all the time so 5Ds that's cool. is so close to my heart and you're correct yeah there are no there there may as well just even the girl who is like one of the 5ds like, yeah doesn't do anything and her twin brother does everything instead yeah in the anime watching group i was in that like went through all these we had like a joke about how there's a character that like shows up in one of the who just shows up a bunch in like the english ops but never actually does anything <laughs> i think yeah. she had a really good dub name it was annika boom nice uh, oh my god <laughs> that sounds like a roller derby player yeah all right it's... Yeah, so anyway, um, the answer is no. Yeah. Sorry. Yu-Gi-Oh's bad about women. Yeah, you know, the car. You know, the cards are just too big for their, you know, for their dainty little hands to hold. And there's a lot of words, a scary picture, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's only so many cards that have cute little fairies and, like, fuzzballs on them. Yeah. And Taya's uh... got every one of them. And she's, she yeah, loses Taya has all the, the monopoly on them. Uh... Anonymous asks, you think Ishizu would have won if she had just not egged him on the entire ass time? No. Uh, that's what... I did think that because it it feels like it was... It feels like it was Ishizu, like, being like, I know your strategy, I know what you're gonna do, that initially made Kaiba think, like... Because he second-guessed himself once, like, before he got, like, hit with the Millennium Rod of lore... Hmm. Um, so, but it was, but I mean, it was like the Millennium Rod thing that like, uh, uh, Jake asks, friend of the show, Jake asks, uh, you think Kaiba would have canceled the rest of t the tournament if he lost? And I'm going to say, yes. Yes. He would have, without a doubt, just, he would have, he activated would have crashed the blimp. Self, yeah. He would have activated the self-destruct sequence on the blimp. <laughs> there would be no survivors. Uh, I think that if he had not, if like fate hadn't intervened, he would uh, threaten. He would have threatened suicide by jumping off the blimp. Oh God, you're right. And everybody would be like, "You already did that once before. You can't. <laughs> you can't repeat it." Uh, Anonymous asks, "What does Kaiba's YouTube rant Sono look like, and what's the name of his channel?" It, it's a it's a blue eyes white dragon in a suit. Just like in a business suit, crossing his arms and looking very smug. And he, and I think we went over this a little earlier. We, he does post videos of him um, destroying religion with facts and logic, <laughs> or defeating it in a duel, rather. Yeah, yeah, with skill and intelligence. Yes. All right. Uh, I think he. What would he call it, though? I think. I think he would call it like. Well, he probably just call it Seto Kaiba. I don't think he's the sort of guy who like comes up with a moniker. No, no, he wants every he wants everybody to know his name. Seto of a cad. Yeah, uh, Seto of a cad. Yeah, Seto of a card. Seto of go. a card. That's the one. Okay, we got it. I like it. 
All right. So I think that wraps everything up. Uh, nice. Uh, where can we find y'all? Uh, I'm Elliot. You can find me under at card lawyers. Uh, if that's the only <laughs> form of social media I have. So if you need to get in touch with me any other way, you can combine some uh, elderberry with an eye of newt and put it in a cup and send it. That's the spell. <laughs> It'll summon me. We can chat. Uh, uh, Argyle? Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to a recent uh, episode of a podcast that I guessed it on called Where Ravens Rest. It is a queer mythology podcast um, mm. by a friend of the show, Ion. We talked about uh, just some non-binary gods, Loki, and another one, which I don't remember the name of. Uh, it's, it's very short. It's just like 20 minutes, uh, bite-sized. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Give it a look. It is on uh, Twitter. Oh, never mind. Their Twitter was suspended. But just look up Where Ravens Rest on like SoundCloud or whatever, wherever you get your podcasts at. All right. That sounds great. 20 minutes is about my attention yeah. span. So that's perfect. Yeah. There are some pretty good short podcasts out there. They're hard to find, but they exist. Uh, I'm uh, Dan. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. You can find my uh, comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday. I should have, I missed uh, writing down a happy SDCC Xbox and it's going to be a pretty slow one for the next, next uh, while. Cause not a lot of holidays happen in July or August or late July or August. Uh, That's fine. They're bad months anyways. You might have to dip into like the more obscure ones, like national, like, I don't know, butter jelly sandwich day or something. Nah. Hmm. Yeah. I've Arbor Day. When's Arbor Day? I have three things Ooh. down for August, and they are Evo, uh, Bandit Keith Howard's birthday, and Oban. <laughs> okay. The only ones that matter. Nice. Yeah, it's a Japanese Buddhist festival. Uh, that's a Bon festival. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well. And where can they find us, the podcast? You can find us at Pod of Greed Cast on Twitter. You can find us at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Uh, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Send us questions. Uh, uh, tell your friends. Uh, join our Discord. Join our Discord. Yeah, chat with us. Oh, I want to give a shout out to the podcast Duneversity. It is a podcast about Dune. Uh, and they have started listening to our show recently. And they yeah. like it a lot. Uh, so I, I just want to give him a shout out. Hey, yeah. I don't know anything about Dune, but there's a big worm. Welcome to yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. There's big there worms. Worm, there are big worms here too. There's a spice Sometimes. and uh, a guy named Duncan Idaho. So yeah, it's interesting. That I... would be that would be the name of like a one-off like villain. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, uh, give him a listen. I'm sure it's very good. So yeah, okay. So until next time, is yep. that podcast? That's a podcast. That's a podcast. I put myself face down and uh, end my podcast. I put my I put the destiny laid out for me face down and end my podcast. <laughs> I place my whole ass face down and lay late for a nice rest. And <laughs> lie completely dead on the pavement. <laughs> yeah. So long, suckers. <laughs> <laughs>